Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Michael K. is on the radio today. And he ain't afraid to say what he's thinking. And a good afternoon, everybody. This is indeed the Michael K Show. We thank you for joining us on this Tuesday, a little brisk, chilly day. It's Tuesday, February 6, 2024. Sure Michael, Don, and Peter with you. We take you till 6.30. We've got a lot of stuff to do, a lot of, a lot of great guests as well. But really a sobering moment just before we came on the air. So if you're consuming the show on the Yes Network, they just played a best of center stage um, oh show. And uh, our pinhead suit, the guy who runs the station, John Winthrop, said, you know, I don't mean this in a bad way, but... You know, seeing you 20 years ago, realize how much you've aged. No, he didn't say it quite like that. You're you're mentally ill, Michael. Well, you know that. No, but I, but but stop it. Change it. Do something about it, man. I can't stop he didn't age. Say that. Well, first of all, he he was complimenting you. What he, what, he, what he was saying is is so logical. When you're with somebody every single day for 20 years, you don't right. notice a difference in that person. Right. And then so he's you looking look up at, at the screen, from, and then he realizes how much I have but, aged. But, but, yeah, because 20 years ago. They were looking at a center stage from 20, uh, 2002, Peter. That's tw- going on 22 years ago. You show me the person that hasn't aged in 22 years. Especially yeah, but going, I've from aged 40 poorly, to, going from 41 to 63. Who doesn't change? But Ooh. I've changed. My people change, but they get better. Some get better with age. I, I, I I've aged have. poorly. He didn't say that, though. I but I know. I, 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 I fight a battle with the man in the mirror every day, and I lose. Sad. Peter Sad, Taylor. I say. I don't know what it is. In 2024, it's different. If this was 1954, he'd look like Fred Mertz at 63. And, and Jody yeah. would look like Ethel. And, exactly. But, but so you both look that. fantastic for your ages. You're both healthy. That's the main thing, right, Peter? With all the things that are going on in the world. We lost Toby Keith today. You would think that we'd be able to just say, hey, listen, I'm healthy. I'm spry. I'm working every day. I'm, work- I'm juggling two, three jobs. Why can't you accentuate the positive? I look like I've aged. Yeah, duh. That's the way it works. But you still look great. But and Peter, you still do, Peter, you're physically fine. Peter says every day how you look terrific compared to Repugdon. But that right. isn't about age. That's about choices. No, yeah. it's, it's age, I, I, too. I, I didn't take care of myself. I was eating Hershey bars two at a time. <laughs> I didn't comb my hair. I, I shopped at Caldors. <laughs> I wore white socks constantly. These were poor decisions. That's why I say if somebody was a friend and took me aside just once during that time, Peter, it would have all changed. I, I've never, so you would eat Hershey sandwiches with Hershey's? I, listen, I was an absolute mess. <laughs> and then I got a little better as I got married. 
And then as I've gotten older, I realized I got to get stay a little bit more physically fit and all that. And I've made better choices with. Uh, I just decided to let Nancy make all the choices outfit wise, and I think it's been a, a good. But back single Don before I, I wasn't. I didn't know what I was doing. I was wearing the same jeans. You know, I never had any rotation. Was I'd have the f- same five six jeans until they actually fell off my waist. These were poor you- decisions, Michael. <laughs> You know we're going to need a drop of him just running through the laundry list of things he did that made him disgusting. All right, right. it's already done. Well, now I know. And Peter, and, and the thing is, you know and you make the changes. You make the necessary changes. And I think all the changes have been for the better. So it's but not Michael, that I've aged agree. well. I've educated myself. And, and Michael, you look great. You're doing a great job. No, you said the other day I didn't. No, that's not true. Don, you were there. What, what were we talking about again? Uh, that I didn't look great. What was that in? No. It wasn't that. Yeah, was that was a, that worse. was a rough moment for the show this week. But it was well, you, it, it you was pin them in a corner and the claws come out. That's all that was. Yeah, it, it, I think overall you look great. You know what the turning point for me was, Peter? Because I, I should give Michael credit for this. Everything turned around for me when he turned me on the boxer briefs. <laughs> Once he really? turned me on the boxer, because because really because he was he poor, was sporting tidy whities. All the poor decisions, Peter, started with tidy whities. That's such and a when you, I'm just telling anybody out there because I'm going to be your friend. If you go, the first thing you do when you get out of the shower, you dry yourself off. If you go to the go to the drawer and you pull out tidy whities, every decision you make the rest of the day will be a poor one. But the boxer briefs was a turnaround. Now, now I'm, I'm styling, and now every decision after that was a better decision. So thank you, Michael. You're welcome. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the Giants. <laughs> All right, if you want to. So Saquon Barkley has been very, very um, dedicated in saying that he wants to spend his entire career as a Giant. And it, it Jordan Ronan, our very own Jordan Ronan sentence, has come out and said the Giants are not going to franchise him, and he's probably not going to be a Giant. And I got to tell you, I, I, I think that's a bad move. This is the year the Giants have to make the playoffs again. They have to make a move. They can't finish under 500. So you're a little uncertain about your quarterback. Don't you need Saquon Barkley? So he made $10 million last year. That's approximate. I'm a little bit over. And if you franchise for the second time, then it'll make 12.5. That's still $3.5 million less than what McCaffrey makes. So it's not like he's getting an exorbitant amount of money. Why wouldn't you keep him, Don, on the franchise tag? You know, is he a perfect player? No. Is he McCaffrey? No, he's not. Might not even be Pacheco. But he's a damn good player, a good representative of the Giants. And if you franchise tag him for $12.5 million, what's the big deal? What What are you going to get that's better than him? I, I, I don't know where they stand. Like you said, they've got to make the playoffs. I mean, do they? Who their, who's their quarterback going to be? Well, you would think it's Daniel Jones. Well, you think, but you don't know. First of all, you know, everybody seems to think he's going to be healthy at the start of the season. We don't know that. Joe Shane himself said sometimes these injuries take a year to recover. Well, if you go to a year since the injury, that means he's going to miss camp, may not be ready for the start of the season. But then they're not going to make the playoffs, and Bill Belichick might be the coach in 2025. They can't play a slow roll game. No, but it depends. If you you end up, I don't know, are they they going to maybe try to trade up? Are they going to get a quarterback? If you're going to get a quarterback and Daniel Jones isn't ready for the start of the season, are you starting your rookie quarterback? Are you just going to get somebody off the scrap heap? I mean, what's this team going to look like in 2024? Is it going to look like a team that can get back to what they were two years ago, compete for a playoff spot, then absolutely bring Saquon back? But if you think you might be in a rebuild, starting to build around a young rookie quarterback, uh, then 
then maybe you're doing Saquon a favor. Go go someplace else because but, but he's Don, 27 I, I, years old at the end of the month. So that's usually the last effective year for a running back. But I don't Why would think Saquon want to be here? But, but, but you, you think that Brian Dable has a rebuild? You think he has I, the, the luxury of a rebuild? I, if, they, if they're 5-12 and 12 next year, he's I, but, gone. But, but, what, but what, do you, what do you expect this team to be if you find out Daniel Jones isn't ready for the season? Or if Daniel Jones gets hurt again. I mean, Michael, if they draft a quarterback, now I don't know if they will, but doesn't that kind of tell you that we're, we're, we're going to be moving on to a young quarterback? Yeah, but I just don't think that this coach has a rebuild. He doesn't get the benefit of a rebuild. You, you were actually hinting at the beginning of the season if they didn't play well, hard, you, would, you were willing to get rid of him after two right. years. This well, is well, a different NFL. I know, but it's different not playing hard where you're embarrassing yourself or are you forced to hit the reset button because you don't have a quarterback? I mean, we went into last year thinking, all right, they've got a quarterback. They just gave Daniel Jones $40 million a year for four years. Now they've got their quarterback. Let's build off the 9-7-1 season. Well, he was ineffective. The rest of the team stunk, and then he got hurt again. And now there's legitimate questions on whether there's a future because at the end of 2024, you may be getting out of the Daniel Jones business. And then who are you converting over to? Are you signing a free agent? Are you making a trade? Or are you drafting a quarterback that you're going to hand this team over to? But don't you think there's some pressure? I don't. That Dable, I mean, okay, so if you're going to start a rebuild in his third year, after the first year you went to the playoffs and won a game, last year was awful, Daniel Jones got hurt, and then you're going to start a rebuild in, in year well, three, and he's going to be there three more years? But, uh, but, it's not but the Michael, way the NFL works anymore. What, uh, what else are you going to call making a change at quarterback? What else is it? I mean, if I don't know who my quarterback is, then how am I supposed to tell my coach, go make the playoffs? Who's your quarterback? I don't know. Well, Joe Shane said he believes that he's going to be ready at the start of the year. Well, then I hope you're right. But they did have an out clause at the end of this upcoming season. So they right. weren't even 100% sure Daniel Jones is the guy. All right, but he comes back and he's healthy and he recovers. What if he stinks? Which is certainly on the table. Because he was not great before he got hurt. Yeah, there's extenuating circumstances. The offensive line was awful. The weapons didn't turn out to be what they ended up, uh, what they thought they were going to be. But we don't know if Daniel Jones is the long-term answer. So if you're making a change at quarterback, doesn't that put you in kind of a rebuild? What is the plan at quarterback moving forward? It's a question mark. It's the question mark about your quarterback's health. And it's a question mark on whether he's actually the guy. And you have an out at the end of the season. If you had three more years guaranteed locked in, Michael, then you've got to make him the man. But because they can get out of this at the end of the season, and there's a question mark on whether he's going to be ready at the start of said season, then that means you've got a well, huge question at quarterback. I get, I get everything you're saying, and it's all legitimate. I mean, we don't even know if Daniel Jones is healthy if he's the quarterback in year three of that four-year deal. Because there's only guaranteed for two. I get all of that. But a coach doesn't get that luxury, not in this day and age. So Dable better win this year. Unless, okay, maybe the playoffs is true. He better be nine and eight. Well, all I want to know is, Michael, you just don't embarrass yourself. You don't, don't lose 40 to nothing on opening day like they did last year. But I also don't know how you are going to have a winning season if you're starting a rookie quarterback or if you're starting just some stopgap guy okay, until you then, figure well, out what you're going to do at quarterback. Well, then, then, then how are you going to have a winning season if you don't at least bring back Saquon Barkley? $12.5 million is not an exorbitant amount of money. Who are you going to have Matt Breida back there? Well, unless you're going to use that money, Michael, to go out and sign a quarterback. What quarterback are you I getting for that money? I don't know. But it would make sense... You're right. I don't think they could go out and get a quarterback this year. They got $40 million on the books for one quarterback. Right. So I'm 
I'm looking, if I'm the Giants, of course I want to bring Saquon back. Why wouldn't you want to bring him back for one year? Are you surprised that, that you know, uh, Jordan is saying they're not? Well, I mean, unless they must have a plan with that with that uh, franchise tag, then who you, who are you tagging? What are you using? Right. What do you What do you think they need to franchise? Uh, it's unless, not the quarterback. He signed. Now I don't know why they would be in the business to do this, but if I'm Saquon Barkley, Michael, don't, wouldn't I want to get out? You say all the right things, but I'm 27 years old. My window is closing rapidly. I want to win a Super Bowl. Well, what he's it, saying public is he wants to be. He wants to finish his career as a giant. He's such a good guy, and it's the right thing to say. But deep down inside, if you're Saquon Barkley, aren't you just hoping you could become a free agent? You don't know who your quarterback is. This team, even if they have a healthy Daniel Jones, is not about to win a Super Bowl. You're 27 years old, which is the magic number for running backs. Once you turn 28 years old, it feels like it's over. You've had injuries in your career. Wouldn't you want to go someplace where you got a chance to win now? Well, I think he wants to be a free agent so he could realize his real value. And, you know, as a franchise tag, it's not your real value. It's like what Scott Boris always says. You don't really know what you're worth unless you have 30 teams bidding on you. And in this well, case, it would be 32 teams. Would he get a McCaffrey-like contract? I don't think he would. I don't, I think, don't think he's so. as good a player. I think he would probably get around whatever the franchise tag is, but maybe he would get two years. You know, It'll he, end up being close to McCaffrey money with a franchise tag, but, yeah, it won't be as long. What was the franchise tag for? for Twelve and a half this year. Twelve and a half. Because because half. It would be the, he gets a twenty-five percent. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be close. So it'll yeah. end up being in that in that range. But, but I think the, what he wants is he wants some security, a three-year deal, which takes him to thirty. As Don said, obviously twenty-seven. You're going to start to lose as a running back. He gets hurt even as a young man. So it, it it's a it's a curious decision by the Giants because I could see it, the next franchise tag is seventeen million. This is twelve and a half. It's not even but close to the highest paid running back. It just shows you, Peter, what a good guy he is. Because in any other world, in any other sport, he'd want to get out. There's huge question marks about the Giants going into this season. He's well, remember, though, he, ma- he makes it tough, though, Don. He makes it tough by being so good in the public eye. It's hard to ever know what he's thinking because all he ever gives us is, I want to be a giant, I want to be a giant. And he's such a good kid that we all tend to take it at face value, but we all have to admit, even if it's not true, it's a great game to play publicly. Yeah, but the, the Giants, Giants know like exactly what he's thinking. Yeah, the Gi- of course. They know because they remember he wouldn't take the money. So they know they know what it, that he... Re- uh, listen, the truth is, I'm sure Saquon's number one choice would be get McCaffrey money and stay on the Giants. But his number two choice is get McCaffrey money anywhere. It's not stay on the Giants. Right. But but the Giants are not in any position, you would think, Peter, to give him McCaffrey money. Well, that wouldn't make any sense. No. no, I don't think he's worth that anyway. Well, I mean, listen, we, we, we've seen from the last couple of years, he's been a wonderful part of this team. But where's the team landed? He's not part of some great run that's happening. McCaffrey's shown his value in San Francisco. This is a team that's playing well, and he's a big part of it. The Giants are not good. Jordan Ronan was on with DPH and Rothenberg. You could hear them Monday through Friday from 6 to 10 right here. And he talked with Saquon, and he gave his impressions of uh, what he thinks after talking with Saquon. He's been very honest. And he said to the Giants, I want you to be honest with me. If you're going to franchise tag me, franchise tag him. Well, he met with the Giants the Friday after the season ended. And I asked him yesterday, I said, what did you come away from that thinking? He said, and he said, I gave him, you know, I was open and honest with them. But he said nothing about the fact that he came away there thinking that they're going to use the franchise tag with them. They know. They'll at least, they can at least give them an idea that we might use it. We're likely to use it. He didn't have any of that. So to me, it seems like it's headed towards him hitting free agency. 
And then he was asked by DiPietro and Rothbard how he sees the Saquon negotiations going. I see the kids being greased to a potential Saquon Barkley exit at this point. Well, at the very least, I, I shouldn't say exit. Him hitting free agency or getting to free agency, right? The Giants want to keep him, but they don't want to pay him. The magic number is going to be $24, $25 million guaranteed. They weren't willing to get there last year. I think we're headed to the point where they say, okay, here we go. You go, see what you can get. If you can get that, if you can get those numbers, congratulations to you. But why not give him the 12 and a half? You're not giving him the 25. You can do it one year at a time, which is what every team dreams about. What would be the harm of franchising him unless there's a player that you think you need to franchise? Can you think of anybody on that team that has to be franchised whose contract is up? I can't. I don't get it. I don't get it. Are they a better team with Saquon Barkley? Yes. $12.5 million. Is it onerous? No. It's a lot, but it's not onerous. So they don't want to give him two years, 25, but this way they could get him one for 12 and a half. Where's the downside? The only, I don't understand the downside. Well, the only thing is is that uh, do the Giants just know in their heart that they, they're not going to be competitive next year? And do, and do the kid a favor and let him go. The because, NFL's not a do the kid the favor but, league. But franchising him and having him be here is not maybe what they're what they're angling for. I, I I think you bring him back. It just makes sense. Because what you can do, at the very least, Michael, is piece together a season like you did in 2022. Win nine, ten games, get into the playoffs, win a playoff round. What's wrong with that? They did it two years ago. Why they, why can't they do it again? If you, right. if, you, if you believe in the coach and this, that same quarterback two years ago was able to navigate through nine wins and a playoff appearance, Saquon was a major reason why they were able to do that. Why wouldn't you try to piece that together for one year while you're trying to figure out what direction you're going to go at the end of it? Give Daniel Jones the best chance to succeed in what is almost a free a walk year, right? Because he, he, they can get out of the contract at the end. Give him every chance to see that he should get the additional two years left on his contract. So I'm trying to think, why would the Giants not have an appetite to do that? Would be, well, what do we need Saquon for? What do we need to pay a running back over $12 million for when we're going to be in a rebuild? We're going to be starting a rookie quarterback. We're going to be starting over. That's the but, only thing that would crazy. make sense. It's, but let's say you're right. That's crazy. So the first two years, what were they? Placeholders until they started a rebuild? If they thought the team and the organization was that bad, they should have started the rebuild in year one. They should have well, brought in a quarterback they liked last year. What are the, I mean, you can't start a rebuild two years into a rebuild. Well, their out would be it has nothing to do with Daniel Jones's talent. When we signed him to the contract, we believed in him, but now another injury suffered, and now, now we're not sure. We're not sure he's going to be able to hold up. We're not sure that he's the guy. Now, now we're going to have to plan an exit strategy after this. Because what if he gets hurt again, Michael? I mean, honestly, forget about how you believe Daniel Jones is as a talent. Let's just say you think he actually is worth the $40 million and can guide this team to the playoffs. If he suffers another injury this year, Michael, you got to get out. There are people that think you got to get out now. He suffered uh, neck injuries. He's got a bad knee. Like So are the Giants just looking at it and saying, we've, we've got the luxury of an out at the end of the season. Let's take advantage of it. This guy's injury prone. We don't believe in him. And if you don't believe in him, then aren't you now in a rebuild? Yeah, but as I said, you can't start a rebuild two years into a rebuild. Well, you then you're not doing your job. You? Because, you've done, you? because then you've done a poor job. You've wasted two years. Well, they made a mistake, obviously, on Daniel Jones. But if it's because of the injuries, well, what happens, Michael? You lose your starting quarterback, then you're forced to... 
to regroup again. Like you say, you can't rebuild. Well, I mean, that's not that's not Dable's fault that Jones got hurt. That's Joe Shane. Are you going to fire the general manager? But they knew he was injury prone before last year. Yeah, he, had then, an, but, he had a neck injury. But then another knee injury. Like, I, I'm with you. There were people that wondered. That's why. But they created an, an out after the second year. So why did they do that, Michael? Because they were obviously worried about the injuries and they're worried about him, the ineffectiveness. Uh, so I, I understand everything you're saying. I just think it's it's. I'll bring it back, Peter. I know you love it. Professional th- malfeasance. Oh the yeah. Start, the start a rebuild two years into a rebuild. It's crazy. You don't get that much time in the NFL. But but but, but you don't. But when when you have issues with your quarterback, well, that's their the, fault. Well, that's Joe Shane's fault, not Dable's fault. Well, Dable. I mean, I, I mean, you would think that Dable and Shane work hand in hand in lockstep. So that, that, oh, I think that, I think I could turn this guy into Josh Allen. They're but both he never wrong. got a chance to because the guy got hurt and the offensive line was god awful. There was a lot of things wrong with this team, Michael. They got a lot wrong. Well, that's so, not, that doesn't reflect poorly. That all right. So what do you so well what, what do you so so what do you do if you believe in your general manager and you believe in your head coach? Do you now stick with something you know doesn't work to double down on the original mistake? Or do you say, all right, we're going we're gonna to reset here. We screwed up with the quarterback, yes, but we still believe in Shane. We still believe in Dable. We're going to have to try to figure this out and find another quarterback. So while we do that, now we're kind of in another rebuild. Are you going to fire everybody? I mean, well, I mean you can it, make the up, case. It's, it's up to you, the patience of the Mara right? family and the Tish family. Because, you know, you're half pregnant anyway. you got to replace your defensive coordinator. You had to replace your offensive line coach. You had to replace your special teams coach. The one guy, the, the one thing that really stunk this year was your offense. Kafka's coming back. So most of your coaching staff has to be replaced. I mean, they're kind of piecing things together as it is. So I, I, I think circumstances have now presented another opportunity to rebuild. I don't know if they are or they're not, but the fact is if they have no interest in Saquon, Michael, that's evidence to me yep. that they that they believe that they're going to have to go into a rebuild. Well, it's game time. Brought to you by Telemore Dew Irish Whiskey. The Knicks look to bounce back against the Grizzlies at Madison Square Garden. Coverage starts at 7 right here on 98.7. The Nets host the Mavs with tip-off at 7.30. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see if Kyrie plays, if he's going to be received as warmly as Kevin Durant. I don't think he should be, but we'll see what the crowd does. And the Devils have their first game back from the All-Star break in Jersey against the Avalanche at 7.30. That's game time brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, because when it's game time, it's Tully time. Tullamore Dew, the original triple distilled, triple blended, and triple cask matured Irish whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew or try the brand new Tullamore Dew Honey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Also, yesterday the Knicks announced no Ananobi tonight and no Grimes. Mm-hmm. So what is the deal with Ananobi? I mean, he's missed a lot of games now. They keep saying elbow inflammation. That's a lot of games. You would think they'd be able to get the inflammation out of the elbow by then. Grimes, it's another story. I get that. But, you know, there's, there's going to come a time when all of the injuries that the Knicks have are going to impact the win-loss situation. They should be able to beat a bad Grizzlies team. Grizzlies are 18-32. and 32. The Knicks are 32-18. and 18. But when you start playing better teams, these losses will show up. You can't keep asking Brunson to carry the whole team on his back. You can't. And, and Michael, the more that you play these games short so many players, the, the, let's see how long they can survive games against these worst teams yeah. down that many players. That's a good point. That's a good point. So we'll have that game right here 
on 98.7. Now, when we come, we got a great guest list. A um, little later on in the show at 4.30, we're going to have uh, Justin Pugh play for the Giants this past year, get his take. At 5.15, they celebrated Madison Square Garden today, the 25-year partnership of Mike Green and Clyde Frazier. We will have them both on at Yay! the 5 o'clock hour in the 5 o'clock spot. So in the money spot, they will be with us. And coming up after the break, we will talk with uh, Tony Award winner Laura Benanti, if you heard the story yesterday, Jody and I were at a show on Saturday. She was looking at me the first 20 minutes of the show, and then she thought I was Tom Hanks. So she's gracious enough to come on with us and discuss what she saw in my face that made her think, yes, that's Tom Hanks. That's all coming up <laughs> on The K Show. But first, Peter's going to tell us about FanDuel. Well, guys, you know what season it is. That's right. Happy Super Bowl week to all who celebrate. Last year, of course, Gronk went wide left on FanDuel's Kick of Destiny. He's back for Kick of Destiny, too, and this time you can play along. All you have to do is choose if Gronk will make or miss. Get your free pick in right now, because if you're right, you'll win a share of $10 million in bonus bets. All right, everyone get on the action when Gronk takes his shot at redemption before Super Bowl 58. Whether your team make or team miss, here's the deal. Head over to FanDuel Sportsbook app right now and get your pick in. It's absolutely free. Then tune in before the game to see Gronk's kick live. All right? You'll win a share of $10 million in bonus bets if you're right. New to FanDuel? Head over to FanDuel.com slash Peter to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 21 and over and physically present in New York. No purchase necessary. $10 million prize pool to be split equally among all eligible participants who made the correct pick. Prize issued as not withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com com slash sportsbook for help with the gambling problem call 877 open y or text open y at 467-369 we all know breakfast is an important part of your day but sometimes when you're traveling for business you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any you know what happens you grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely we've all been there but if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods fruit eggs yogurt and waffles and really doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle tonight la quinta tomorrow you shine book direct at lq.com hi it's mike greenberg letting you know espn bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring the official sports book of espn has exclusive offers and markets from scott van pelt Stephen a smith and me plus many more from the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy. Hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll take some phone calls as we await our guests. 1-800-919-3776. Talked at the start about 
Uh, Saquon Barkley and Jordan Ronan does not think that the Giants will offer him the franchise tag, and they don't want to give him a multi-year contract. So that being said, it looks like he's probably done with the Giants. Bruce and Flushing, why don't you start it off for us? Hey, guys. How are you doing tonight? Good. How are you? Oh, hanging in there. Um, here's why you should give the franchise tag. Number one, as you said, Michael, $12 million, I think, is livable. Number two, if, now, if you have the franchise tag, you can trade them. So as, as opposed to him leaving as a free agent and not getting nothing, if you franchise him and then trade him, you can get something back. You easily can get a three and possibly a two. And you, you can't tell me there won't be teams telling, wanting Barkley, and you can tell Saquon, listen, if you don't want just a one-year franchise tag, We'll, we'll trade you, and you can work out a longer deal with Bruce, another we'll, team. We'll, we'll bring you back later if you want. Our guest has called in. It does make sense if your franchise hit, tag him, you get something for him. Right now, you're not getting anything for a guy that you chose in the first round. All right, so our guest is with us. For those that didn't listen yesterday, let me just refresh what, what we're talking about here. One of the gifts that Jody gave me for my birthday, my wife Jody, was um, tickets to see Laura Benanti, who was doing an off-Broadway show at the Mineta Theater um, in Greenwich Village. So we went on Saturday. We're sitting in the first row, because Jody knows how to give a gift. And I've always been a big fan of Laura Benanti. And throughout the first 20 minutes of the show, I'm thinking, she's looking right at me the whole time. Now, Don and Peter, you know I'm a little out of my mind that I could dream things up, but I'm thinking she is looking at me. And then about 20 minutes into the show, she stops and she goes, I'm sorry, sir, I'm looking at you. I I, I, I thought for the longest time that you're Tom Hanks, and then she joked about this is her big break, and she was disappointed. She found out I wasn't Tom Hanks. All right, so there is the setup for this. And Laura Benanti, an incredibly talented performer, uh, Tony Award winner. Uh, she's been on TV many, many times. She has a recurring role as Melania Trump on Stephen Colbert. She's nice enough to join us now on the Michael K Show. Laura, it's Michael, Don, and Peter. Thank you for coming on. How you doing today? Thank you so much for having me. Um, I never, ever thought that anything like this would happen, and this has made my father-in-law's life. <laughs> he's a, he's, he's a never big been sports more fan? Excited. Really? He's a, he's a huge fan of yours. He saw you at my show and was, like, too nervous to come say hi to you. Oh. And then God, I told him today that I was talking to you. It's the most proud he's ever been of me. <laughs> he, he was a Cubs fan, and you turned him into a Yankee fan. Wow. He, wow, told, me, he told me so many details today that I'll, frankly, never remember. But well, he here's, like, here's what I wanted to ask you, because my wife, yeah. she knows how much I like you, not just your talent. I think you're immensely beautiful. Wow. And she, oh, right she, she yeah. said to me, you know, maybe Michael, she does three shows. Maybe she always points to a guy in the front row and thinks they're Tom Hanks. I didn't get no, that. Sense. Never. So no. but I don't I don't know if you I'm, I don't Laura, know if you're watching. Cut, on let's yes. do it, though. I don't well, think well, I don't think I look like Tom Hanks. Laura, what did yeah, you say? An eye exam. We're worried about you. Listen, the, the, that's the bottom line. We're concerned. <laughs> we're worried about you. <laughs> this is actually an intervention. Yeah, um, exactly. So I didn't have my glasses on. Let's be real. Okay. And those lights are bright. Those lights are bright. And I don't like, 
just fully stare <laughs> at the audience. Every time I sort of glanced over, I was like, oh, and I worked with Tom and I was like, oh, oh my God, he's here. He's here. I don't know why he's sitting in the front row, but this is so exciting. And then when I got closer, I thought it was you. And then I had to make fun of myself because that's my favorite thing to do. Interesting. All right, but now you realize I don't look like Tom Hanks now that the glasses are on. I mean, a little from far away. Can't we all look like Tom Hanks from far away? Let's be real. I mean, from really far away, we all look the same. Yeah. From space. Exactly. Yeah, from space, exactly. we're all human. And if everybody knew that, this would be a happier place. It really, exactly. really would. Well, I, I do have to tell you, Laura, um, I loved your show. And I think Thank that you. It, it should be on Broadway because it's really delightful. Everything about it is great. So is that the next move for this show? You know, I think I'm going to get to do it again. I'm, like, not allowed to really say anything yet until it's all, you know, like, Come on, let's break news here. Come um, on. <laughs> can you imagine? They're like, you're fired. <laughs> um, so, I, yeah, I think I'm going to get to do it again. I'm not exactly sure where. But I'm just going to put this out into the universe on this show because I'm sure all of your listeners care most oh, yeah. about Broadway. That's big, where they live. Big Broadway yeah. audience. Broadway. Yep. News. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is such a tiny like cross section of people. There's 25 people who are like, this is the best day I've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> um, so my my goal is to have it be like on a streaming service, like a, like any comedy show, um, you know. Preferably Amazon because they're they own Audible and that would just be such an easy thing, wouldn't it? Be CEO of Audible who's hopefully listening and loves the Yankees. Also, Laura, you know we're also simulcast on Yes, not just ESPN Radio, and twenty percent of Yes is owned by Amazon. It's all coming together for you. Wow! Oh my God, this is all happening. This yep. is all happening just because you have we're bad eyesight. <laughs> my husband tells me to wear my glasses every day. Guess what? He can suck it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Obviously, yeah. you have no problems. Everything's fine. No, I honestly, it made my life. It made my career. So, what does he know? Now, I've got to ask you this, and I don't, I don't mean to make you feel uncomfortable. Okay, uh, well, you are, you're incredibly talented. You have an unbelievable voice. Thank you. You're, you're really, yeah. really funny. You have great timing, and on top of that. Mm-hmm. You're extraordinarily gorgeous. Right. So why are you not a superstar? I know you've had an unbelievable career, but You're why are you not a superstar? Mm-hmm. You're asking my question. So you've wondered the this same thing. This is my number one question. Can it's I be legit- honest? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's why my show is called Laura Bonanti, Nobody Cares. <laughs> that's the name of the show, because I'm like, hey, what's going on? And yes, I am so grateful. One percent of actors are working, and that is a true statistic. So I've been so lucky. You know, I I only ever wanted to be on Broadway. You want a Tony. I mean, I'm not, we're not going to have a pity party I for you. I want a Tony Award. No, no, no. Exactly. Like, I'm. yeah, exactly. I'm not crying into a pillow. But, like, frankly, when I look at who is famous in this world, I'm like, what the hell are we doing? What is <laughs> no. going on? But I, but I do think some of that is reality television and social media. Because it used to be you were famous for having a skill. And now you're just famous for being either like the worst possible version of yourself mm-hmm. or like an unrealistic version of yourself. And I'm just not going to do that. I'm never going to do that. I'm also not going to go to parties and kiss people's, I don't know if we're allowed to swear in here, kiss people's butts that I'm like, You're, I don't like you. So, you know, not playing the game is not great. Um, and frankly, like, you know, I'm not going to be on 
TikTok doing dances and pointing at words. Like it's, I don't understand it. Um, so my hope is that this is it, you guys. This is the show. This is the <laughs> thing that will catapult that finally, you. This is the moment. This is the moment, you guys. You've done it for me. Now, if you don't mind just dipping into the past a bit, Michael and I were both big fans of Go On. And oh, you we got, were. Yeah, it was a really I, I good was. Show. And Michael and I used That's to That's where I first noticed you. And, and Matthew Perry, of course, mm. was one of the stars of the show. Yeah. How was it working yeah. with him? Matty was an incredible person. You know, and for those people who didn't see it, which is everyone except for you two, um, I thought it was such a beautiful show. You know, it was like it was about a support group for grief and loss. Um, and he was like a sports um, radio personality. Yes. And because Maddie loved sports. I mean, love, 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 love. Um, and, you know, I just loved March Sadness, which was like a scene that we had where they were competing to see who is the saddest person in the group. Um, and he just couldn't have been funnier and more generous. And, you know, we would have to sit in a circle for sometimes 16 hours a day to get all of the coverage on each actor. And we just laughed the whole time. There was not a moment where we were like cranky with each other. Um, so it's a tremendous loss for everyone. It's it really is. He he was always searching for his better angels, and I believe he's found them now. Were you shocked when you heard the news, or did I mean from working with him, Laura? Did you say, "Well, there are some demons there. He's got to conquer." You know, yes, and he would be the first one to admit that they were demons he had to conquer, but he was in such a good place. Um, he really was, he had a handle on it, so I frankly, I was very shocked, yes, mm. and devastated. Yeah, I think so many people were that didn't even know him, and you knew him. I mean, I just loved him on Friends, and then obviously Don and I liked that. I liked that show as well. So, very, very yeah. strange. But anyway, let's let's happier things. Was I didn't yeah. see a review anywhere on on the three shows you did this weekend. Were there reviews? Were they positive? I know my wife and I loved it, but was there somebody from the Times there? Does a show like that get mm. reviewed? Two thumbs up, Tom. You <laughs> I think because it was so short, like that version of it was so short, because the whole thing is they were recording it for the platform Audible. Mm -hmm. So it will be released on their platform um, for people to like hear, you know, all over the world. Um, they have millions of people who stream their stuff. So that was the purpose. Therefore, I don't think they, it's not like they needed to sell tickets to the show. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, but my hope is if, and when we get to do it again, that it'll get reviewed, that we can get a bunch of people there to see it. Um, because I'm really proud of it. I wrote the whole thing. I, I, you know, I wrote the entire show. I wrote the music and uh, Todd Almond, who is, my, who is the guy on stage with me playing the piano. He arranged the music and was my collaborator on the music. So, you know, it's not an easy thing to do, frankly, um, to sit down and and write a show that that sort of walks the razor's edge too of being both a comedy show and like pretty vulnerable. I talk about a lot of things about my life. Um, so I hope that when it comes back, it will get reviewed and that people will come see it. And mostly sports fans, because I do make fun of sports and I make fun of myself for being bad at sports and not yep. knowing anything about sports. So when I saw you, I was like, why are you here? <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you the real story behind it. So I've always told my wife, Jody. 
I really like Laura Benanti. So she has a hard time shopping for me for my birthday. She doesn't know what to get me because when I want something, I, I buy it. I don't wait for my birthday. And so right, she told me we're exactly. going to Laura Benanti's show. And I said, Aww. why'd you get me that? She said, you said you like Laura Benanti. I said, I think she's gorgeous. I don't really know exactly, you know. Wow. What, you didn't what, know what, what the her, show was going to be. I didn't know what the show was going to be. And so she said, oh, you want me to sell the tickets? And I said, well, I mean, it's a night out. We'll go to dinner, which we did. And I'm so glad that she did it because, I mean, your talent just shines on the stage. And, and you thought I was Tom Hanks, which is really great. So it turned out to be an unbelievable night for me because my wife had the foresight to say, well, let me. She's not jealous at all. So she doesn't care that I think you're beautiful. She said, let's go. And boom, there I am. Tom Hanks sitting in the first row. That's the story. What a way. Also, she's gorgeous. So let's talk about that for yeah, a hot Yeah, second. I'm very like, lucky guy. So beautiful and so considerate. My God. Yeah, and you know, you, you and her have the same color eyes, so that that's kind of strange too. No, but, this is all starting to get strange. Well, to be there honest you go. With you. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it's funny, and I always tell Don and Peter she doesn't have a jealous bone in her body because she goes, oh, "Do what you want to do," because she she. I mean, I. I, I can't do better than her anyway, but she knows that she could do better yeah, than me. But uh, that showed that that Saturday. But. So is your husband she's a sports fan you. or she's just like, your yeah, father-in-law? No, my father-in-law and my husband. Like, so my um, my husband is one of four boys, okay. and three of them are into sports, and two of them are very into sports. My husband and his brother Nick, and his dad Mike. Um, so I don't know anything about sports. I've never been good at sports. My sister was great at soccer. Um, but you know, and I like, I, I like to tease my husband for liking sports so much. Um, I wish I loved anything that much. I wish I could talk about something with a stranger. I wish I could walk up to a stranger and immediately speak the same language. That's what I find so like intriguing about the language of sports is you could be sitting next to a guy literally anywhere and turn to him and be like, Hey, what about that? Who hickey who hits a ball with a bat? And he's like, Oh my mm. God, can you believe it? But and your best friend. You can, you can like, do that. Like with there's an- nothing like that. Yes, you could do that with Angela Lansbury. My wife, Jody, is an unbelievable theater nerd, so she actually could be one of the friends that you spoke about on the stage because she can go back and forth with you on Angela Lansbury. She totally could, but she's a rare person. You know what I mean? You you can't walk up to a a Lansbury bar. In a a mall... <laughs> There's no Wait, Lansbury bar. There's no Lansbury bar. <laughs> There's no Lansbury but she did, bar. But when we were driving home, because you talked about Angela Lansbury, she said, "You know that murder she wrote was filmed on the West Coast, so everything was filmed in reverse, so that the ocean could be on the right side." This is the stuff she knows. Oh my God, I'm obsessed with her. Wait, I want to be friends with her. <laughs> yeah, there I you love go. that she knows that. Oh, she knows a lot She's of. Amazing. She was a theater major at NYU, but she became a, a broadcaster. Oh my and God. Then, yeah. So there you go. That's amazing. But like, but she would tell you the same thing. It's not like she's turning to the woman next to her and being like, let's talk about murder. She wrote that lady's like, no, thank you. No, but you and she doesn't know sports at all. Like 80% of the population. You're right. But you know what I it mean? Like fair. you can make a friend pretty much anywhere. Pretty much. Sports is a because universal language. A common language. And then you yeah. broke your ankle playing I'm sports. Jealous. So it's not good. No, the soccer <laughs> incident. I, I took it all in. Laura. Oh, I really God, did. Terrible. I, 
took it all. You really did. You paid attention. You saw. I did. Well, once you you. called me Tom Hanks, I was in. Anyway, thank you for being (laughs) such a good sport and coming on. Your father-in-law, Mike, you're the best. Yep. Laura, maybe and maybe if things don't work out with this husband and Michael breaks up with Jody and he's still alive when this happens, you guys could date. (laughs) Yeah. What are you doing, Pete? What's wrong with you? Fourth husband. That's well, I, there works. you go. There you go. Uh, this, it could be something. There you go. Yeah, My father baseball. Mike, I will never leave your son. Don't worry. <laughs> Aw. Mike, thank you for liking the, uh, you know, going from the Yankees of Cubs to the Yankees. That's cool. And Laura, thank you for coming on as well. Thanks, you guys. Thanks for having me. All right, there you take go. care. I will. I will. That's a Tony Award winner, Laura, Laura Benanti. She was very cool. Uh, and the show was great. I'm not. Just I got to tell you, it, ma- it, it makes me want to see her show because she sounds really interesting and funny. And I'm now I'm not annoyed that it's not around right now. Well, as she said, maybe Amazon will stream it. You know. Well, or if it comes back, I'll expect Jody to buy me tickets. Well, Jody doesn't have that kind of relationship with you. Wow. Okay. No, that's hurtful. You know, that, that's you know. You know what, Don? I'm glad I found out in this moment what it was. You know. Yeah. You well, I mean, know. you have a wife. She could buy you the Benanti tickets, right? Yeah, but now it's kind of like How about her this? Thing. How about this, Peter? We'll all go together. I'll go again. Oh, you'll go back? I would go back. It was that sure. good. Oh, wow. Vulnerable, emotional, funny, great singing. It was tremendous. All right, I'm in. Yeah. There we go. A little different. We went off We went off sports for a second, but we had some fun with it. Listeners, it's Michael K. When it comes to travel, nothing beats Legends Limousine. I felt the difference. Let me tell you, it's real. When my family and I need to ride to the airport or out of town, we choose Legends. Their commitment to safety makes every trip a breeze. These guys are not just any service. They've been setting the gold standard for over 30 years. I trust them, and so should you. Call 1-888-LEGENDS or visit legendslimousine.com. Use the code ESPN10 to snag 10% off. Travel like a legend with Legends Limousine. Well, to score a touchdown, everything needs to line up perfectly. No different than finding the person you want to marry. When the time comes to propose, do what I did. Visit the engagement experts at London Jewelers. They'll make shopping for a ring easy. Let them help you pick or design the perfect ring to fit any budget from their 2 by London collection. London Jewelers is committed to getting it just right. So visit London Jewelers today at any of their seven locations, including the newest location, the mall at Short Hills. Mention I told you to stop by. You'll get the Michael K. treatment. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. So, Donald, what do you think of this? Mike Hill, who listens to the show every day, a Hillster 28, said, when Peter opts out of the topic, he becomes this show's version of A.J. Hawk. <laughs> I don't think that was the case in the last Wait, yeah, What was he referring to? Well, I think he was referring to that, but you did join in at the end. No, that well, was... What, I think I think Don and I were involved just as much, yeah. no? Uh, Listen, we're not going to get in the way of your date. It's Liz. not a date. I think I think Jody's a little upset. She just said, that kind of sounded like your first conversation with me. Yeah, it did. That, it was very oh. reminiscent of that day. Are you serious? Yes. Yeah, that's what and I was there, and Don, and Don, you're agreeing. Mm. You're bearing this even more, further. Yeah, I, the only difference is he didn't ask her out. Because I don't want to go out with her. I have a great wife. Right. This is, this may have been a bad idea. <laughs> it, really, it was a great idea. Don it's, said well, it's all for good radio, right? Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, you, you know, yeah, I, listen, I'm all on board, okay? But man, what a story this would be. I'll tell you what, Mushnick would love this. Well, you, I, who, it, it was Peter that brought up, like, if, if my, it was it Peter or Don? Me. Um, what a terrible thing to say. What, that, well, I know you well, mentioned... Michael, and Michael gets divorced. I mean, really? 
Well, two things. One, how dare oh. you? Two, also, how like, dare I? Yeah, you got a lot of nerve. All the Don, Don, all the things that Michael talks about. What if this? What if that? Yeah. Please. Well, that's the Woodja game. I know. And I did look it up. This is her third husband, so it's not a crazy thought. No, no, no. Michael mentioned yesterday that she talks about in her show. She teases herself for having three husbands. Right. So I, I knew it. And, fit. and Michael's a, is, is a, more of an arrangement than a marriage. We know that. How there are convers- dare you? This is Peter. This is a conversation away from happening. <laughs> I, you know what? Now you're offending me. No, I'm, I'm, I'm being I have serious. A tremendous marriage. I, I'm not saying you don't have a great marriage. Well, you're saying it's arranged. Well, well all I know is this, is, Peter. I, you don't have to agree. Okay, good. I, I could not have gotten away with that if it were me. Nancy would not away have with it. What? What did Nancy I say? wouldn't have it. I mean, I, I don't think Nancy would be comfortable with me, you know, opining about the beauty of another woman on the air. Why? If you're if you're comfortable in a relationship, it's not about comfort. It's not about comfort. You, you opine about Kate Beckinsale all the time. Yeah, but I don't have her on and call her beautiful over and over. Well, you did, you did go back to it again later. It was the second time that really kind of. <laughs> uh, Anthony, can you get Beckinsale on for tomorrow, please? For right, you Wednesday? No, I'm good. So you just want to like like her from afar? Now you're saying you would you lay out you wouldn't you wouldn't even talk to Beckinsale because that's too far. You should be. No, I wouldn't. To. But I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't be smitten the way Michael was. I'm not smitten. Mm, he sounded I, it. There was borderline smitten. I don't think he was even borderline. Wow. No, well, I can't good believe- for you, Michael. Listen, open marriages are are uh, well, happen. yeah, honestly, more acceptable than ever these days. Yes. It wouldn't be acceptable by Jody Applegate. But, well, are you sure? I, I, listen, why not? It's bro- all a conversation not. away from happening. That, oh, that's what Don means is that you're saying a polyamorous relationship <laughs> right. is right there. It's right there. I mean, Jody and I have the agreement that if we see somebody holding the other one's hands, it's over. Keys, you know, the locks are changed. Which so also, it, which also kind of screams towards the arrangement as well. Well, but uh, but 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 also there's there's an inconsistency there yeah. that you'll end. The marriage. If you're caught holding hands, you with were someone. one notch from holding hands. Just but that's, now, but that—that's radio holding hands. That was borderline radio making out. <laughs> wow. I, I hope we hear from someone who's in a polyamorous relationship today. We could take us through it. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, this is an unknown. You're just way. curious about that. Well, of course. By the way, well, anyone who says they're somebody. not curious about it is is lying. Well, we know, I know someone. We just never had the, the conversation. You know somebody? Do we know that person? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we do. That's yeah, in do. a polyamorous relationship? Oh, yeah. We've heard. Yeah. It. Sure we have. Well, let's just say the name right now. You can't. It's, it's not my radio. place. It's, it's not, not my no. place. Well, but can you text me that? You know. How, if I know, you know. <laughs> uh, I don't know anyone Don knows. I don't yes, know anybody do. in my life that has a polyamorous relationship. Well, first of all, I bet you know some that you don't even know you know. But well, then, then I don't know, do I? Right, but this one you know you this know. This one you know. I know for a fact that they're in that sort of relationship. Basically, yes. yes. Ba- basically, Don, yes. Don, Can you text exactly. me that, Don? I won't say it on the air, because now I'm very curious. Don't say it on the air. I swear I won't. You can't say it on the air. But you know this, Peter. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've heard the stories before, and right. you may say, no, it's not that, but that's what it always sounded like to me, was that this person we know, you right. know, who listeners may know as well, right, let me is, the light is, bulb's about to go on. Uh, uh. No? That's an arrangement. No, they're very much in love. Interesting. Now, now, by the way, the fact that uh, Laura Benanti was once married to the lead singer from the Spin Doctors, Don, does that make her Little Miss Can't Be Wrong? 
<laughs> Her father-in-law is listening, oh, Peter. No, what no you, but it's, it's, a, it's, it's a a funny. Insult. He's laughing. The father's laughing. That why father-in-law's laughing. She's definitely made that joke before. Yeah, Michael doesn't remember the song. How do I? I know the song. So then, what's offensive about that? It's just a song. But I bet if we did the timeline, you know, it may be close. Well, he had to write it quickly because I think they were, mar- they were married for like three months. Well, and by the way, he has to be much older than her, too, because she's my age exactly. Right. Um, 44. And, and July. It may be the reason yeah. we're both losers. And the spin doctors were a thing like when Peter was in grade school. In, in high school. So, yeah, he's, he's a Little Miss, older. Little Miss, Little Miss, Little Miss. Spin doctors 55. Yeah. Yeah, because like spin doctors were like 94. Like mid nineties, right? That's going yeah, on thirty years ago. Yeah. And by the way, Natalie just reminded me of a good friend of hers who's polyamorous. That the thing they have is supposedly great. It's a guy. Um, they ended up not coming to the wedding, but they're, they're oh, got, too bad. I wouldn't do it. There's a guy, and he has two wives, and the two wives are very much in love, and they love him. And one of them had uh, the children, and the other one is more the going Jesus. out type. And, one is the more staying at home type, and that's it all crazy. That's why not, crazy? It's not, I mean, it's not. It's nuts. Uh, yeah, well, that's why? that's nuts. Well, what, it's it's a throuple. This is a real thing. It exists, but no, it's only a real thing because they choose it to make it. It's not. It's not it's regular. Not. It's not normal. It's not healthy. Oh no. Okay. Uh, well, wait, wait. Why is it not healthy? Da, see, Don. Don. I'm going to push you here. Don't be Michael. Be Don. No, oh, I'm being. It's Don. not. It's not. It's not normal. It's not what you're accustomed to hearing. It doesn't mean it's unhealthy. I, I it don't could totally no, but, work. But no, but, it, but why get married? Because you love each other. You want to be. You don't love forever. each other enough to make that exclusive. Yeah. Well, why? You, wanna, why you does, still want to? You still want to? You know, go to other restaurants. Why does? Right. Why does loving someone have to mean being exclusive? Except for what we choose as society. Right. No but the society is chosen. So those are the rules. That they won't. They choose. It's By odd. the way, they don't good live in America. No, they don't live in America. America. They good don't live in America. They're obviously forward thinking. I'm a Neanderthal. I'm sorry. I'm just well, saying. I way, couldn't the, do it. Don, by the way, they're rich as can be. They live on an island living a glorious life. The three of them get along great. They all love the children. There's no problems in the years we've heard okay, about. Okay, good so for them. The children, so why not? Do, do they call both women mommy? I believe so. No, that's okay. They're, they're going to be fine. Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> Looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58? DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into $200 instantly in bonus bets. And with DraftKings same-game parlays, everyone's got a shot at an even bigger win for Super Bowl 58. String together multiple bets from the big game for a shot at making your payday even sweeter. Chiefs, Niners, the choice is yours. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code EMPIRE. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with Code Empire. The crown is yours. You must be 21 plus, physically present in New York. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.